Hi, it's Jamie, progressive number one, number two employee. Leave a message at the... Hi, Jamie, it's you, Jamie. Don't be alarmed, but I think there's a guy following you. Maybe we should get that guard dog we talked about? Nothing too scary, maybe like a Bichon with an attitude? You know, Progressive's collision insurance covers injured dogs and cats at no extra cost, so... Wait, the guy stood up when I stood up. He's on the phone. He's looking right at me. Oh, wait, it's just my reflection. Don't tell anyone about this. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Pet coverage not available in New Hampshire and North Carolina. Lillard driving into the plate, steps by Diab. Coming from behind, Gobert blocks it. Diaw clears. Jazz have a chance for the lead. George Hill runs. Joe spots up. Left side three. Bang! Utah leads at 71-68. And Joe Johnson's got 15 in the third. You are Locked On Jazz. Your daily podcast on the Utah Jazz. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. It is Locked On Jazz for the 28th of October. The L.A. two-step is on the deck for the Jazz. We'll break down both the Friday night and the Sunday games for you. Update you on the injury front. Look at last night's NBA action and sit down with former NBA power forward Brian Grant with an incredible story about Carl Malone. It's all coming up on today's edition of Locked on Jazz. How are you? I'm David Locke, radio voice of the Utah Jazz, Jazz NBA insider. So glad to have you with us. Thanks so much for tuning in to today's edition of Locked On Jazz, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. We give you this show each and every day, a little more than 15 minutes, usually up to about 30, an update on the Jazz and the NBA. So subscribe on iTunes or your podcatcher, whatever it is. Tell a few friends and be a part of the Locked On Jazz community. It is part of the Locked On Podcast Network, which is a nationwide podcast network with podcasts on every NBA and NFL team. So grab your NFL team's podcast each and every day, as well as Matt Williamson's Locked On NFL. It's a good fantasy podcast if you're playing daily fantasy or if you're betting on BetDSI, today's sponsor, BetDSI.com. You can grab either of the fantasy shows on Locked On Fantasy Football or Locked On Fantasy Basketball. Locked On NBA right now has an interview with Kevin Pelton, which all of you uh, usually enjoy immensely. So that's the uh, situation there. Uh, today's show, we'll break down kind of what the Jazz have coming up, update you on practice yesterday, and then look at both the Jazz games and kind of their upcoming schedule, run around what happened in the NBA last night, and then an arena interview, I sat down with Brian Grant, the former uh, Portland Trailblazer, uh, power forward who's struggling with Parkinson's, or is afflicted with Parkinson's disease, and he talks about that in regards to Jerry Sloan and some great Carl Malone stories as well. So that's what's on the docket today. Let's get right to what we love to start every single show with called Pins Across the World. You can email me at dlock09 at gmail.com with your pin across the world and tell me a little bit about your story of how you became a jazz fan and where it is you catch the show. By the way, blew out tonight. Hope you've got your tickets. If you don't, then go grab them at utahjazz.com and uh, get your navy blue or blue shirt and part of the blue out uh, that's going on. One of three, I think, we're having this year, I've heard. So it should be a lot of fun. Jazz will be wearing their new uh, pride jerseys. Uh, this is from Jonathan Colton. 
He says he listens every day in his horrible Bay Area commute. I'm 40 years old. First became a Jazz fan in 89. I was a junior in high school. My dad was stationed at Hill Air Force Base. And the Jazz had a big playoff game coming up. Everyone at school was talking about how the Jazz didn't stand a chance against Magic and the Lakers. How Carl Malone was as good as everyone thought. And I thought, it's a shame that the local guys weren't rooting for the home team. I tuned in to watch the game. They announced the game likewise Seemed to expect the Jazz to lose, despite that Carl had an amazing game, and I was super impressed by the scrappy young guard John Stockton. Much to the shock of the NBA announcers and my schoolmates, the Jazz won, and I was hooked. From Utah, we moved to Spain to an Air Force base near Zagoza, just in time for the 92 Dream Team to play in Barcelona. We got back to the States in 95 in Great Falls, Montana, and I got to watch the Jazz lose to the Sonics in the Western Conference Finals. I was absolutely heartbroken that year. I put in my mission papers with the church, told my dad, just watch the Jazz go to the Finals the two years I'm not allowed to watch TV and sure enough, back-to-back finals trips while I was in Milan, Italy. Of course, I watched a couple of games on VHS tapes when I returned and got to watch the shot that sent the Jazz to the finals. I was screaming at the TV two years after the fact, but it was new to me. I've been with the Jazz the whole way, never been more excited for our future. Dennis Lindsay's really shaking things up in the best way possible. Me and the kids cheer for the Jazz from our living room in California. They're huge Go Bear fans. I try to catch a couple of games a year in Sacramento and Oakland. Looking forward to a memorable season. From John Colton, nice story. Feel free to send me yours at dlock09 at gmail.com. That's dlock at g. 09 at gmail.com. All right, let's get to our tip-off story of the day. Let's start with health. Derek Favors practiced yesterday. Uh, does Did seem to feel better. I told you he felt good uh, after the workout in uh, Portland. So things are heading in the right direction. This morning will be the telling moment when we get to shoot around and see whether he's going through it. Uh, Gordon Hayward told me he was going to try to shoot some basketballs for the first time. So I don't have any idea what that means, but there's your update on Gordon. That's the best I can give you. Gordon has been uh, – he's chomping at the bit. He's – He's definitely, his parents were in Portland. They came out to see the, the two new babies, but he is, so they were ready for the start of the season and, uh, they still stayed on the trip, but he, Gordon is certainly, uh, doing everything he can to get ready and hopefully we will see him, you know, uh, you know, I, I think everyone has kind of looked at the end of that trip. Maybe there's a chance that if the finger cooperates, uh, he can get back a little earlier, but it's got to cooperate. There's no need to get out there and start having, you know, a uh, bunch of issues there. So the Lakers are the opponent tonight. Uh, this will be interesting, one, because I just don't think we know who the Lakers are uh, for a few reasons. One, they're just playing such an incredibly different system under Luke Walton than what they did under Byron Scott. Um, so that's his. That's the first thing. They're, they're playing up-tempo. They're, they're willing to take shots that you know I think used to be classified as bad shots, um, and that's a balance that they have to find along the way. Uh, and and there's a freedom to what Luke Walton is giving them. D'Angelo Russell really had a fabulous second half of the season last year, and I think that got overshadowed, or at least showed signs in the second half of the season. I think that got overshadowed with uh, the whole issue with Nick Young and the phone and the picture and this lack of in this immaturity. And, and really, his season was set strangely enough uh, by the by the kind of. Byron Scott just beating up on him all the time, which was just a, you know, in retrospect was a really weird thing to have going on that your head coach is just kind of is, is battling after you uh, the whole time. But I mean, he's only one of seven players whose rookie season had 16 points and four assists per 36 minutes. And the other six of the other, the other six are all-stars. So this is a guy that's got the 
possibility. Post-All-Star break was 15 points, three rebounds, three assists, shot nearly 40% from three. So there's this guy's got a real chance to uh, to put something together in his career. Julius Randle, who had a really miserable first season, that's really what it was, was terrific in the game the other night. He wants he's left handed, he's gonna go right. He went right eighty percent of the time the other night. He went right about sixty seven percent of the time last year. The switch back to his left. He's an incredible rebounder. He had the third best rebounding rate in the NBA last year. And then from there, he just takes it off and goes. He led them in an assist the other day. They were using him almost the way that Draymond Green was used in Golden State, the way that Blake Griffin uh, has been used in L.A. So that's going to be interesting to see. What's, what's interesting also is there was just kind of a feeling in Lakerland, I know, that Larry Nance Jr. is going to be the better player of the two, and, and we'll see how that changes. Uh, Anthony and Harrison have locked on. Lakers do a really good job, and they've talked about that uh, an awful lot. And obviously Jordan Clarkson uh, has shown signs. He he uh, struggled at times last year uh, with with his shot and then is coming off the bench and, and was really uh, a big in, in that game. So this one's going to be a little – you know, it's hard to tell. Was their defense just – because they played Houston, is their defense just awful – uh, or was that that Houston's offense is that good? There, there definitely was a lack of defensive effort uh, in that game. So it's that will be it. I'm not sure what we're seeing. The Jazz need to win this game desperately. Um, I'm not going to call it a must-win game, but their next game is at L.A. against the Clippers. Then their next game after that is at San Antonio. Then they come back home to play Dallas on the back end of a back-to-back where I don't believe that Dallas is on the back end uh, of back-to-back. So that one probably you're not favored to win. And then they play San Antonio. Um, that is accurate. Uh, Dallas will have been at home off and flown in Tuesday night uh, and had not played since Sunday. Uh, we will have played an extra game in there. Then we play San Antonio again on Friday before going east. And the east trip, you look at the names, they're not great. Then you look inside the story a little bit. That Sunday east coast game is New York Marathon. So we're playing at 10 a.m., on Sunday, our body clocks will be at first day of the trip will be at 7 a.m. or even maybe 6 a.m. when we uh, wake up, 7 a.m. when we board the bus. Uh, that'll be a little strange. And then we play on a back end of a back-to-back against Philly and Miami, the two teams you think you can beat. I've said this whole time, the first 11 games are going to be brutal. And now you're seeing uh, why I said that Sunday we play the Clippers. That will be... Uh, their home opener, never an easy one, and they played really well last night. Blake Griffin looked uh, completely healthy and back to being Blake Griffin, who is one of the five best players uh, in the NBA. The Clippers have three of the top 20 players in the league, uh, and DeAndre Jordan did not have a very good game last night. Two of seven shooting of two of ten from the free throw line. And J.J. Redick is still the key to them, whether at some point he's going to you know, get old as the way Kyle Korver struggled last year. And when that happens to them, they lose who they are. But what's interesting about what they did in Portland last night is the Clippers bench won that game. Crawford was plus 18, Felton was plus 17, Spates was plus 20, and Johnson's plus 18. That's not a bad bench. You know, those guys can all play, and Evan Turner minus eleven, Ed Davis minus twenty last night. So uh, the bench, CJ McCollum was minus eighteen. Portland last night with Damian Lillard on the floor in his thirty-six minutes was plus thirteen. In the eleven and a half minutes he was off the floor, they were minus twenty-two. Wow! Uh, a referendum on the 
Evan Turner era there for a moment. But Blake Griffin is playing, uh, you know, really was fabulous last night uh, in how he played. But interestingly, you know, the Portland starters uh, were, were much better than the Clippers starters, which is kind of worth keeping an eye on as the season going, goes on. But those two... Uh, those two matchups are, are big ones and, and, you know, the key for the Jazz. Yesterday's practice was really heated uh, and really they got after it yesterday. Uh, opened up probably two hours long, got up into it with a, including film and, and not including individual work, three hours if they probably count individual work. Uh, they, they just worked crazy hard on defensive stuff early and then late game execution later the, and really were – we're zeroing in. There was a there was an intense practice uh, yesterday for uh, the Utah Jazz. Uh, if you are planning to get into the action this weekend, check out betdsi.com. They've been in the business for over 20 years, a top-rated business, safe. Uh, if you'd like to play there, you can. Betdsi.com. Uh, they've got a basketball special going on. They've got a football special going on. You can sign up today. And with the code JAZZ10, you get $10 free to try their service. A 100% bonus on your first deposit. Deposit is another offer they have going on. Good customer service. Fast and easy payments on winnings. Hundreds of football, basketball wagers to choose from. They even have political stuff if you want to play that game and, and try to make that interesting, not just frightening at this point in time. Uh, you're, you're welcome to. Uh, live in-game wagering on football, basketball, other major sporting events. You can play virtually anything uh, along the way uh, in the at betdsi.com, and the promo code for you is JAZZ10, and that gets you $10 uh, back. But you can, the hockey, um, all sorts of European sports as well, uh, World Series, San Diego State, Utah State, uh, whatever it is you'd like to place down there, you can do it at betdsi.com. All right, running through last night's action of interest, um, I think we've talked enough about the Clippers and the Blazers. San Antonio uh, beat Sacramento last night, and Kawhi Leonard just did it again. Kawhi Leonard had 30 points, five steals last night, and five assists and three rebounds uh, on 11 of 21 shooting. Uh, And what's interesting about that win last night by San Antonio, they got the Tony Parker game that everyone's been talking about, including me, all offseason. He was 0 for 6. They were minus 12 when he was on the floor. And when Patty Mills came in, his 20 minutes was plus 20 in the 22 minutes that Patty Mills was on the floor. So they are building depth out of guys that I don't think any, I at least really was suspect. Uh, and they did it in the third quarter. They just completely shut the Kings down in the third quarter of that game. Kings scored 14 points. In the third quarter, the Spurs, they, they played an up-tempo game. The arena was crazy. The opening of the Golden 1 Center, and it was 57-55 Sacramento at halftime playing this kind of up-tempo game. And then the King shot 3 of 17 and 0 for 5 in the uh, third quarter of that game after they absorbed the early hit. Uh, Atlanta with Dwight Howard is a team that I have picked fourth in the East. Uh and Washington's a team that I pick sixth in the East. I feel good about one of those after one day, not so much the other. The Hawks blitzed Washington in the fourth quarter last night, 33-19. Millsap was brilliant. He had 28.7 rebounds, six assists. Dwight Howard in his first game had 30 minutes, had 19 rebounds, and looked active, looked really, really good. The one to watch there is Kyle Corver. He only played 21 minutes last night. They just, Tabo Cephalosa played very well, uh, 
in his stead. But Tim Hardaway Jr. and Tabo Cephalosa are their guys. Uh, I'm not sure that that's the depth that they need for an aging uh uh, Kyle Corver, John Wall last night was not good. Three of fifteen from the field. He's the one you just you keep waiting and thinking he's going to explode. I talked about him on on the show with with Kevin Pelton. And then uh, Boston and Chicago was a fun one. Dwayne Wade with a killer three, and then an action that'll probably get him fined uh, at home in his first game back. You can tell that Wade's going to bring uh, a lot of energy to that. I finally. Didn't, I don't like Chicago a lot. I finally acquiesced and had Chicago as my eighth playoff team uh, in the East. And watching them last night, they just they know how to play. Rondo, Wade, Butler, Gibson, Lopez. I mean, they just really know how to play. Um, and I like, you know, their bench is not terrible. Uh, I'm not quite sure what they're doing with the combination of Isaiah Cannon and Michael Carter-Williams. And I was surprised Bobby Portis didn't play. Excuse me. Uh, last night, I don't. I don't know that he's hurt. I, um, if he's, but it's surprising to me that Felicio would have taken uh, his minutes along the way. And I was looking last night. I didn't see, um, I didn't see anything of that nature that he was hurt or anything. So maybe I've missed it. I know Valentine, who did not play, is coming off uh, an injury. So that's kind of the four stories uh, out of the games, out of the games last night, uh, and otherwise. Um, the Bulls did sign R.J. Hunter, as I think we, we talked about. Somebody asked me about that, and uh, I think that's what's upcoming. By the way, the uh, the Locked On NBA channel was – I you know, I listen to it because I'm watching the shows to see how everyone's doing. But I'll also tell you, it was a great way to just – I just kind of went from one to the other. If you um, – you know, if you wanted to at some point um, – yeah, if you at some point you wanted to kind of – uh, move on to the next one. You got enough of the gist. You were, you obviously can. Uh, but I really did. I got a good idea of what was going on uh, in each and every show and every team. I, I had three hours of driving yesterday. My sixth grade daughter played in a uh, basketball game in Ogden. So I took the drive up to Ogden yesterday and, and then drove all the girls back. And so while I had a car full of um, of youngsters in the car, I decided to uh, uh, go take the time to Listen to a bunch of podcasts, and it was enjoyable. I, I'm tip of the hat to the guys in the network. Uh, special thanks just to wrap up the week before we go to Brian Grant. Special thanks to our sponsors this week, and I really appreciate everybody who supports the show from our original our original guy on online, Devin Cash of of Equity Real Estate. Thank you very much. You can uh, get your if you're looking to buy or sell a house, do it with Devin Cash. To uh, Sherlock Intelligence, the guys there out in Bountiful do wonderful work with helping you with your data. To Shamrock Auto Group, Rob Taylor and his group, check out them online. And uh, MySimplySmarter.com. Remember, you can get a great discount on that promo code LOCKED there and check out uh, what you might be able to do for your kid to help them a little bit. Uh, learning a tad more uh, along the way and helping build, building that brain uh, for them with MySimplySmarter.com. Thank you very much to all those. We'll see you at the arena tonight for the home opener. Uh, tickets are still available at UtahJazz.com. If you want to advertise on the program, you can email me at DLOCK09 at gmail.com. I leave you with our in-arena interview from the other night with Brian Grant. Pretty emotional stuff he gets into. His eyes were watering a little bit and tearing up as you remember the story about Carl Malone. I'll be back with you with Postcast and Empty the Noggin after the game, plus Jazz Game Rewind on both Friday and Saturday here on Locked On Jazz, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Cover in arena interview Brian Grant. Remember that name, the great power forward, played in this game for a long time. Some of his best days here in Portland, now doing a little bit of radio. 
you matched up against the mailman in some major duels, Brian. What's your memory on those things? I can just remember how excited I always was to play against him because he was my idol. You know, he was the one that I patterned myself after. And if I was wanted to know how good I am, it would be playing him to find out. As an opponent, at the time, I know you didn't want to be in awe, but now as a retired opponent, when you look at what he was able to do, what are the things that almost you're in awe of what he was able to accomplish? I mean, just looking back, I thought I was pretty fast, but to be 260 or 70, whatever he was, and be as quick as he was, I mean, it's unbelievable. Um, you know, he uh, he brought it every night, and the one good thing that I liked about him and he liked about me, I think, was that once we went off the court, that was it. You know, we left the court on the court. If I remember, there's a story, gosh, I hope I'm right on this, but there's a story about you guys fishing together or something. So what happened was uh, game five, I get my eyes split. I just went straight to the bus, didn't change, shower, nothing. And I got home and I saw his interview. It was like, he don't like me, I don't like him, I'm not here to make friends. And so I went to the arena the next day and there was just so much media there. And they said, "Uh, so what do you think about Carlson Marks? I said, hey, he's my idol. I patterned my game after him. And I heard he likes to fish and I hope we can go fishing someday. So I said that here in Portland. And Portland remembered that when we had our first shake it till we make it, we auctioned off a fishing trip with Carl and I, and they raised $107,000 just for that one item. And, you know, and I tell people around here when we talk about Carl, oh, Carl, I say, hey, let me tell you something. He may have delivered in the league for 20 years, but he delivered big time for me and a bunch of people suffering from this disease. Well, let's talk about that a little bit. The Parkinson's you're struggling with, or at least I don't know if you're struggling or not. I think anyone who's got it is probably struggling. I made an assumption there. Uh, what is your foundation doing? And we're obviously all very aware of it. Is Jerry Sloan, our our beloved is going through yeah. so so many of these uh, problems right now. Yeah, I mean, our uh, mission statement is to empower those afflicted by Parkinson's to live active and fulfilling lives now, today, not next year, not two years later. Because you'll be surprised at the amount of people that are waiting for a cure, and that cure may never come. But through exercise, nutrition, and emotional support, those are the three main things we do, and we have several programs built around that. I'm sitting here with you. You're bigger than life still. Jerry's bigger than life to all of us. How? It's it's remarkable to me that guys like, you know, it, does, it seems like you are bigger than life. And so, therefore, you wouldn't ever deal with something like this. That Jerry would, is, you know, such a tough guy, but it just strikes everybody along the way. You know, I, I wouldn't go with the bigger than life. I would go with two people who gave 120% no matter what they were doing. Coach Sloan, when he was playing... And I tell you, I, I was intimidated by him as a, as a player, and he was a coach. Just I mean, he had to look at stare sometimes. But, uh, you know, we're doing all right. I know he's going through his, uh, you know, going through managing the disease the best he can. And that's the thing about this disease. It's different for everybody. And, you know, no two people are really the same. What's your fa- Where can people find your foundation? At BrianGrant.org. BrianGrant.org. And I also just want to send uh, well wishes and prayers out there for Coach Sloan. Quickly to tonight, or as we talk tonight, is West big picture. What do you see out of this Blazer team and, and where they're coming from? Well, I, I mean, they, we were able to keep a lot of the same players. We made a couple moves. Uh, the one thing that I don't really worry about because Coach Stotts is such a great coach is having that success in the you know last year when a lot of people were sleeping on them early. No one's going to sleep on them. They're going to be trying to guard Dane. They're going to try to guard McCullough. But you know, I think our game plan is. Uh, it's going to work real well for us this year. Terry's pretty good. He is good. I mean, he's a real good coach. Could you imagine getting, you know, 
15 guys to all buy into something, especially guys that are waiting on contracts and things like that. In my day, we couldn't get bets to do that. So that's, uh, you know, that's attributed to Terry and his, his skills with players. And the real trick for the Blazers this year is that nobody comes back from last season the same guy. Whether it's they got a contract, whether they're a year older, whether it's their buddy was talking in their ear all summer, whatever it is, no team ever returns exactly the same way as they left. No. And so how do you recreate that same chemistry the next year? Um, for Coach, I don't want to speak for him, but I would assume that he's just doing a lot of the same things he did last year, but he's also telling them that, you know, we might have been able to make mistakes in the first 20 games and get away with it, but now since teams are going to be, you know, kind of honing in on us, there's no room for mistakes. Brian, thanks for all you did for the game. Thanks for what you're doing with the Parkinson's. Really a pleasure to chat with you and nice to catch up with you again. Thank you. I appreciate it. That's Brian Grant, our in-arena interview. Is that the new iPhone? Yeah, got it on T-Mobile. Fastest iPhone deserves America's fastest LTE network. Introducing the amazing iPhone 8. It's the best iPhone yet, now on America's best unlimited network. For a limited time, save up to $300 on the amazing iPhone 8 after 24 monthly bill credits. And now join T-Mobile's iPhone upgrade program for free. Eligible trade-in and finance agreement required. If you cancel service, you may lose promo credits. Contact us for details. Video at 480p. Small fraction of users over 50 gigs per month may have reduced speed. See store for details.